Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Fast Pasta Fridays. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm Carrie. And today we are discussing which rides in Walt Disney World we'd like to see close, which rides we'd like to see open, and which rides Disney should bring back, but maybe with a twist. All that and more is coming up next, but first we're going to catch you up on some Disney news. Now let's get down to business. <laughs> As I had mentioned a minute ago, before we kick things off, we'd like to share some insight into the phased reopening of Disney Springs. If you haven't heard, Disney Springs in Orlando, Florida is reopening its doors to guests on Wednesday, May 20th. However, only subcontracted shops will be open. Based on guidance from health authorities and government agencies, Disney is implementing new and enhanced safety measures in order to keep guests healthy and safe. May 27th is when we will begin to see more Disney-owned shops and restaurants reopen, specifically Deluxe Burger, only via mobile order, World of Disney, and Marketplace Co-op. I miss Deluxe Burger. (laughs) Uh, No, but I'm so happy that's one of the first ones opening. Yeah. Um, So according to Disney Springs' official website, there are six key things they wish for guests to know before they arrive. The first one is there is limited parking and reduced entrances, self-parking only in the orange and lime garages and four entryway locations. There will be temperature screenings prior to entry. So anyone screening a 100.4 degree Fahrenheit temperature or above will be directed to an additional location for re-screening and assistance, and they will not be allowed entry, nor will the other members of their party and cast members will be required to do a health screening and temperature check prior to coming to work. Face coverings are required for guests above age three. Guests and employees must wear face coverings at all times, and guests are required to bring their own before entering. Um, Physical distancing practices, including physically distanced cues and physical barriers, will be present. Um, Barriers have been added in places where it is difficult to maintain strict physical distancing, So it is also recommended that guests use cashless or contactless methods of payment. So in other words, debit cards, gift cards, and mobile wallets are all accepted. There are temporarily reduced hours of operation and no scheduled entertainment options for high-touch interactive areas. Signage and ground markings will be shown to promote proper physical distancing, especially when queuing is needed. There will be an increased focus on disinfection and sanitation, including the addition of hand-washing stations and hand sanitizers in key areas, especially public elevators, escalators, handrails, benches, tables, and restrooms will all have increased cleaning measures. And this isn't on the list, but Disney put out a statement that by visiting Disney Springs, you voluntarily assume all risks related to exposure to COVID-19, which I personally think is well said on their part. Um, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We are still unclear as to when Disney World resorts and theme parks will open, but this past Friday, the governor of Florida gave Disney and Universal the green light to submit their reopening plans. And last week, uh, Universal CityWalk reopened its shopping and dining area with strict new measures in place. And I also saw that Matt Simon, vice president of Disney Springs, wrote in a post on the Disney Parks blog Saturday saying, rest assured, There is plenty of magic awaiting you at Disney Springs. It just may feel a bit different than before. 
So ultimately, we will be getting a preview this week of what Disney World will eventually look like for us. Thoughts, feelings, concerns? Guesses at who will be going to Disney Springs on uh, its reopening day? Well, definitely uh, photographers. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a lot of reporters and everybody just wanting to see what is going to be happening at Disney Springs and eventually Disney. I think like the diehard Disney fans too and like the annual pass holders that live close by, I think they'll definitely want to be a part of this history in the making, you know? Definitely a good idea on Disney's part to mention that anybody who shows up is, you know, accepting the risks of being exposed to COVID-19, definitely covering their own butts there. I agree. Actually, Steve and I were just talking about this, how like we have signs throughout our town, like not saying that at all and just being like, well, you can wear a mask, but if you don't feel comfortable, don't wear a mask. And it's so back and forth. And instead of just trying to say either do or don't and then have half the people do it and then half the people don't just say, listen, do it or don't. But you're just you're exposing yourself to COVID-19. So if you, you know, if you get sick, it's your own fault, basically, <laughs> you know. Just- See, but that's the sad part is like the mask is to protect everybody else. Like the mask is not exactly. going to protect me. It's going to protect other people if I don't know I'm sick. And if I choose not to wear a mask, then like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that for myself. I'm, I'm like, I'm putting everybody else at risk. It's just, and what, you know, what really bothers me not to get all COVID-19 because we are still wanting to talk about Disney really, mm-hmm. but like it's a mask guys it's not that hard like these people who are just refusing to wear masks what because it's uncomfortable like right to protect other people like I don't know and it's it's just such a hard time right now because I know people are getting quarantine fatigue and we're coming to almost like ahead with this where everything's starting to reopen obviously and people have mixed feelings about it but if somewhere you're going states that you must wear a mask just friggin' do it. Like, you know what? It's not going to be forever, hopefully. And even if it is, it'll be the new normal soon. So just make do with what- just get on the bandwagon. Yeah. This is the bandwagon that you want to get on. <laughs> bandwagon. And like, if you have to, at least you're at Disney Springs. Like, we won't. We don't even know the next time we'll be at Disney Springs. I would wear four masks if I could go to Disney Springs right now. Who really, mm-hmm. you know, like, honestly, I, I don't know. People in the world has just been like, I've been on my last nerve lately, but- Anyway, yeah. well, and I'm glad that Disney is, you know, forcing everybody to wear masks, to, you know, stay socially distant, to do all these things. The only time that you don't need to wear a mask at Disney Springs is when you're eating or drinking. So, right. Please, at all other times, even if you're not at Disney Springs, just wear a mask. <laughs> and yeah, I'll be curious to see like who posts on social media and all the coverage of it because. You know, I'm curious to see how the restaurants are managing, like handling the distancing of the tables and everything. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I were going there um, sooner than later, I would definitely make sure that I had my Apple Pay or a Disney gift card, like at least a few in tow. That way you could just use that up and then get rid of it and throw it away and you don't have to constantly like clean it like your Visa card exactly. or you know anything like yep. that. Um, it's just a smart way to do it. And then I would also have like gloves just in case too and just – you know, sanitizing wipes with you as well and as many masks as you need to be comfortable, but just abiding by the law, well, the law, the rules right now is, I think, super important for this to move along at a good pace and to get us back into a Disney world full of magic <laughs> and not masks. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 
Um, it is really disappointing that, you know, like even when we get there, like we're probably still going to have to wear a mask and everybody's going to be really concerned. Well, my pictures and all this stuff, mm-hmm. guys, I mean, everyone's going to be doing it. It's not like you're going to look weird wearing a mask. Like everyone understands why we're wearing a mask. So don't feel like upset or uncomfortable about wearing a mask and like your new cute Disney pics, because that's just the way things are for now. Yeah. And honestly, it's a time that eventually we'll be able to look back on and think, wow, remember when we had to wear masks and that was such a crazy year and like, let's forget 2020 ever even existed. (laughs) You know, it'll be be something to laugh about in the future, hopefully, you know, like high school memories. But um, until then, just let's just do what we need to do in order for this to leave us forever, hopefully. But yeah. Yeah, let's take let's take quarantine Disney mm-hmm. pics with the masks, all of it right now, so that you know, when the time comes, like fifty years in the future, we <laughs> look back at it. These are the vintage pictures with everybody wearing masks. Like <laughs> this is gonna wow. be on like Disney throwback, like Instagrams if Instagram is still around, <laughs> whatever the new Instagram is. Instagram right two point <laughs> Yeah. but this is what everybody's going to be looking back and like back in my day during the quarantine exactly quarantine disney style but anyway actually to segue and so to jump in today's actual topic carrie and i will be covering what rides we think should shut down reopen or make way for new and exciting additions to walt disney world theme parks um i was listening to one of my favorite disney podcasts imagine ears shout out to them um love their podcast and one of their episodes touched on movies that need attractions and i love listening to the ideas that the host conjured up so today we are doing our own spin on a similar topic but we're also giving our uh, very own unbiased opinions on current rides and attractions <laughs> throughout the four Walt Disney World parks. And we also thought of some restaurant ideas as well and some resorts and holiday parties. So it's just a hodgepodge of things, but we just thought it would be fun to kind of in- imagine a new Disney World, maybe, you know, post-quarantine. Post-apocalypse. Yeah. Exactly. You read my mind. I will say, yes, I will say unbiased is kind of a stretch. We're pretty biased. I know. <laughs> it's an opinion. <laughs> I like, I know. I, that was pretty much an oxymoron, but it's okay. All good. What should we start first with? Well, let's start with everyone's favorite, Magic Kingdom. Kick it off. Oh, yeah. So Devin and I were trying to come up with some of the ideas um, earlier in the week, and we thought... Let's add on to the Tangled Toilets because Rapunzel deserves more than just restrooms. And what they should add is the Snuggly Duckling Tavern. Agreed. Wouldn't that be so cute? That would be amazing. Having just a little like bar, bar food, you know, the wanted posters throughout the place. Like, oh, that would be so cute. And the guy that plays the piano, right? With the hook. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They could have that in there. Yes. Kind of like a, you know, like, remember back in the day, like Chuck E. Cheese when they had the band, the animatronics, but I'm sure Disney would do it way better. <laughs> just like 100%. once every hour, he just like plays, plays piano with his hook. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's a great idea, honestly. And honestly, yep. Carrie and I also pulled up current um, maps of each of the theme parks and looking here. There's definitely some space right behind those toilets and like to the side of Haunted Mansion back there. So you can definitely add on a tavern there, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just it's needed, guys. <laughs> Tangle but deserves also, more than toilets. <laughs> they do. And I know there's that rumor floating around that it's going to replace It's a Small World. 
which I'm 50-50 on because I love Tangled, but I have strong connections with It's a Small World and so does Carrie. It's it's such a classic. I feel like there would be an uproar. There might be an uproar, but the one at Disneyland is just so much better that this one is, it's put to shame a little bit. But if we had to replace something, I would say put the Tangled Tavern in over the Pinocchio Village House. I know we eat there like every time we go there just because we wander around so much and we somehow find ourselves back at Pinocchio eating flatbreads. (laughs) (laughs) And Carrie's in particular takes forever because she gets gluten-free. No, they forget my meal. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Literally last time they forgot. They forget to give me my food. Yeah. No, it's happened like twice. Yeah. Yeah. You do your best, right? I can't stay mad at Disney. You get three fast passes out of it. I can't stay mad. Oh, that's right. You did. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. Yeah, but so I would say either plant those, plant the tavern next to the tangled toilets or around them, near them, or get rid of Pinocchio, the village house restaurant. Moving on. Fair. Fair enough. Moving on. Something we should get rid of. Let's yes. please get rid of the flying magic carpets. There are already two other Dumbo rides which do the exact same thing. I don't mm-hmm. understand. We don't. Why? <laughs> I don't understand, but I also don't yeah, and there's constantly a line I feel. Like there was one time where I was like, well, I've used my fast passes. Um I don't know what else I want to do, so I even tinkered with the idea of going on to the magic carpet. <laughs> and then I saw the long line, I was like, forget it. I think it's just cuz it wraps around by the Dole Whip area and people are just like, you know what? Let's just pop on this ride and then we'll get our Dole Whip after. Maybe it'll be a shorter line. But Carrie and I came up with an amazing idea to have the magic carpet ride transform into a flight of passage type ride. Right. But still Aladdin themed. Yes, definitely Aladdin themed. You can just hop on board your magic carpet, similar to flight of passage where you're like literally on top of it. Um, And then there's like a moving screen. So basically like surrounding screen and you're flying through Agrabah cave of wonders like around the palace, through the Prince Ali parade, and then have Jeannie as your tour guide. And hopefully, if they could somehow do this, have Robin Williams' voice come in. That would be ideal, but ideal. very like controversial opinion. But I was, I was very impressed with Will Smith, yes. you know, being Jeannie. So I would not be – I know a lot of like classic, you know, Jeannie fans of Robin Williams will be upset if they used Will Smith, but – Either way, like, the ride would be so cool, wouldn't it? If they, you know, mm-hmm. similar, they had um, filler magic is when you would, like, smell things and, like, air would be, like, thrown at you or, like, all, like water sprays on you. That All that stuff would be similar. It's, like, filler magic, but flight of passage, but make it Aladdin. I think that would be so fun. Yeah, that should definitely go in the place of Mickey's filler magic. That definitely needs a uh, glow up if you would say. And I agree about Will Smith. I mean, he has been, you know, he's a part of my generation, yours. um, And obviously Mm -hmm. the new, the new little ones that watch the, the live action Aladdin. So I I agree with you, Carrie, that he would be a perfect fit as well. But I think something like that would just be so much fun. And of course they'd have the classic Aladdin music with it as well. So, but anyways, um, I don't know. What if we, I mean, so, okay, we get rid of the magic carpets of Aladdin, but what goes in that space, you know? You know what? If if people are so for 
the stinking Dumbo ride, which is always so crowded. They made two of them. Just make a third one. I don't care. Just like, why, <laughs> why do you make it <laughs> an adventure? The, the same ride. Yes. Why do you make it the same ride? But just like slight, like, I don't know. I don't know. I think save it cool. for later. We'll brainstorm. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if they had like, um, like a Prince Ali kind of thing. Like, you know, what were they in like the town of Agrabah? Like those flame jugglers come out kind of like they have at Animal Kingdom with like the guys that bang on like the drums and everything. What if they had something okay. similar, you know, just in the, yeah, you know, just to draw people's attention while waiting for a Dole Whip or waiting for the Tiki Room ride or anything. I think that would be fun. Yeah, just ha- add a little like stage area and that's where yeah. you know little side action things would go or on similar to like um it's come in like iago right or a right monkey? remember remember when like uh jack sparrow look lights would have that little like stage area and yeah. they do a little show yeah do something like that yes agreed much more entertaining and probably not as expensive so except the fact that we're moving over to Flight of Passage over in Filler Magic. But beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> this is just for fun, guys. We don't yeah. have a budget, so we get to do whatever we want. <laughs> That's right. And then, so I thought, thinking of the holiday party, um, I went to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party last year, and I thought it would be cool if they added a Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Village walkthrough, kind of around, like, Liberty Square or Haunted Mansion, and it featured scenes from Nightmare Before Christmas and included Jack, Sally, and Oogie Boogie, and Zero. Instead of, like, I know they just have, like, a meet and greet with Jack and Sally, but apparently it's just hours and hours of waiting to actually meet them. And I would rather kind of just see them in their element walking around while, you know, I was, like, walking through snow, but there were pumpkins and, like, there was little Zero, like, mm-hmm. things floating around and yeah, I don't know. I just thought that would be fun with like some like monsters or something, but obviously not too scary, but like ones from the actual movie themselves. You know, yeah, something, something new. Different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Thanks. So, another thought we had um, because we mentioned previously, Devin and I are big fans of Pirates of the Caribbean, all of the movies, except you haven't seen the last one, right? Oh, no, nope. It's on Amazon Prime. That's another show, or I guess another movie you have to watch. Okay. Add it to your list. (laughs) Um, She's never going to get through that list, guys. Um, But something that we thought we should add to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is maybe, I don't, I haven't, we haven't seen it since they did those little upgrades. It was closed last time we were there, so we don't know what they really added to it. But if they were to expand it or redo it again, maybe add in scenes from other movies. And I love the way it tells the story of the first movie to like a full end. But Mm -hmm. A lot of us have seen it. I'm not going to lie. Um, if you haven't, sorry. But I think they should add on to it and do scenes from different movies. Add in the different characters. Will Turner, Elizabeth Swan, like James Norrington, or maybe even Davy Jones. Yes. Um, and then like through the last end of the movie, like do a scene from Stranger Tides. Add something mermaid in there. I don't know. Just, you know, play with it. Add more characters. Add more scenes. Yeah, because I definitely think, and I haven't done the one in Disneyland, but I heard, again, that that ride is much better than the one we have at Disney World, but it just seems short now, and I think I think I went on it in January, or I went on it in November. One time it was closed, I can't remember, but the upgrades, I honestly didn't even notice if I saw them. I'm not quite sure what the timeline was, but yeah, like something like Davy Jones would be so cool. I know they added like Barbosa and his voice in, um, and obviously... 
Jack Sparrow looks amazingly real. Like half the time I'm like, is that really Jack Sparrow? Like that might be Johnny Depp. So I think, you know, they have a lot to play with there. And like also the skeleton pirates, hello, if they were like creeping up onto the scenes or anything or just hanging from the ceiling, whatever, but add some of those guys in. They're so cool. Or like the skeleton monkey. Yeah, come on. And then another one in Tomorrowland. What if Devin had the great idea? um, What if we added a little concert space? Do you guys remember the Goofy movies? Do you remember Powerline? Hands up. Devin, please elaborate. This was an amazing idea. Okay, so, I mean, I know there is that concert area where I feel like the Incredibles take the stage. That might have been a Halloween thing. I don't know. Or, like, just different characters come around and they start to dance. It might be Monsters, Inc. as well. But I thought maybe if they made that staging area where, like, Powerline could come on concert, maybe with Goofy, maybe with Max. And they can only do it, like, you know, a few times a day as part of, like, a show. But to have, like, the actual Powerline concert-ish for kids and adults, uh, especially more adults, I guess, because I think I'm dating myself with the Goofy movie. But I'm so glad you know it, Carrie. Um, but, you know, just like one or two, like really fun songs from that movie. I think it's such an underrated classic. Um, and I think they should add that in there. Maybe just like a nighttime thing with like special lighting and effects and smoke would be really fun. And then smell and then sell the merch. Wow. Smell the merch. Good job, Devin. Smell it all. Smell it all. <laughs> yes. If they had like a little like area just to sell all that merch, that would be cute. That would be cute. Heck, I'd buy it. I'd buy it all up. And then, of course, which I think is already happening, um, Carrie, correct me if I'm wrong, but subtracting or getting rid of Stitch's Great Escape, um, or maybe oh, please, already underway. Please I'm get not. rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know the area outside of it is like currently fast pass um, ticket holder things or whatever. Um, but I think I'm so sorry if you like the ride, but we just need to get rid of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it was so good before his alien encounter. That scared the crap out of me, but it was just it, I mean, it, I feel like it didn't belong in Tomorrowland, like the current Tomorrowland especially. It was just I don't know, it's just a little too high strung for I think kids. Um, but what if they added a virtual indoor ride slash game from Wreck It Ralph? Because how mm-hmm. much more futuristic do you get than Wreck It Ralph, especially in the second movie? Yeah, and it would be very digitized and fast moving and like special effects and like you it could somehow just be a game surrounding Wreck-It Ralph, that whole franchise. So I'm not going to lie, I haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph 2. Wreck-It Ralph 1 is outstanding. I would I would say Wreck-It Ralph 2 is like a strong second movie, but nothing nothing like a Toy Story edition okay you know okay cool so, but it, it's worth seeing obviously but a good ride but a good ride but idea a great ride idea yes absolutely and vanellope is a princess and she deserves some recognition i think true also something that they need to get some new material for is the laugh floor yes okay not gonna lie i love the laugh floor but If you guys have been there like year after year, they don't really change the material. They don't. It's it's going to the same thing every time. So after Monsters University, let's put a spin on it. I know the whole idea is they move from scaring to laughing and that's the same idea in like Monsters Universities. They're learning how to scare. But what if now you fast forward to them trying to teach the university students how to laugh? What if... You get to have people go up and tell their best joke. I know that you could submit jokes before 
all of this stuff. You could graduate. You could get your own certificate with your name on it as a la- like a um, comedian. Like um, you could graduate as a comedian from Monsters University. Recruits. All this stuff added into the laugh floor because they just need some new material, guys. And they would have, um, you know, just a little gift shop off to the side where you can get all your MU swag. That would be so cute. I know Devin loves her Monsters University baseball cap. What if they just mm-hmm. expanded on that and they had Monsters University mugs, all the, you know, college stuff, pendants, like uh, jackets, like the little like letter Letterman jackets that they have for um, all of the Aww. fraternities. Oh, that would be so cute, right? Yeah, like graduation caps, scarves. You name it, lanyards. I would love to have like a little Uzma Kappa. It'd be so cute. Yes. Yes. And instead of like getting your picture taken like you do on some of the rides, like they could, if you wanted, you could print out your actual graduation certificate or get your diploma. Mm-hmm. That would be so cute. Yeah. Especially like, okay, not that this will happen, but after coming up, um, coming after, you know, this whole COVID pandemic, um, you know, certain people aren't graduating and that would be fun to like hold up your Monsters University certificate and be like, well, <laughs> graduated this. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. But honestly, I feel like even if they don't um, change the whole material, just add something Mon- Monsters University in there mm-hmm. and then do that gift shop. We really just want the merch. <laughs> want the merch. And like, we have to sit through probably, I don't know, how long is the show? Like, well, first of all, the wait for the show is unnecessary. <laughs> oh, the wait is so long, but I think the show is probably like 15 minutes. Yeah. And sometimes it's just a little slow at parts. So I think, yeah, an upgrade is definitely due and carry like your mm-hmm. whole spin on it. I'm a big fan. Thank you. So, I think we just keep bringing back more things or changing things rather than getting rid of them. But <laughs> I would like to see them bring back Mickey and Minnie's Toontown. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's what it was called. But it was so cute with Mickey and Minnie's house. And I don't remember if they had meet and greets as part of it. But either way, just walking through. And I know you couldn't, I know it wasn't like you were able to touch everything. So it would be an easy walkthrough where you could easily easily social distance yourselves. And just, it was so cute and so fun to photograph with. And we have pictures um, together, Carrie, mm-hmm. like out in front of the houses. And it was just, it was just better than just seeing like a part of a circle. We were tiny. <laughs> we were, yeah. <laughs> My hair was big. Carrie was tiny. Actually, I was sitting in Minnie's big chair in her like garden room or something. It was like the heart, the heart chair. Yeah, the heart it was yellow. Yep. Yeah. I was sitting on your lap. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how little Carrie was. So what a throwback, <laughs> but something that honestly should make a comeback in my personal opinion. It was cute. It was definitely cute. I remember the outside of it and uh, mm-hmm. oh, it's just so sweet. They need to bring it back. It's mm-hmm. too much of a classic. I know it wouldn't be the same because... Uh, now it's 2020 and they're probably making it all modern but oh it was so sweet I wish they never got rid of it yeah and I okay so well this is going to actually jump into our next park as well Hollywood Studios but I know they just put in the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad train adventure thing whatever that took over the great movie ride and you know we're just a little salty because we haven't been on it yet but if they put that in Toontown and then incorporated Mickey and Minnie's new homes. Like, that would be kind of cool for, like, new generations, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we could mm-hmm. have the, the great movie ride back. Uh, I, I know. I will say not a lot of people towards the end of that <laughs> would go on it. 
but um it was still just such a classic we would always go on it because my sister loved that ride mm-hmm. and now it's just it's got, i mean there's too much change there's too much change in hollywood studios first they get rid of the magic hat yeah. Then they get rid of the, <laughs> they get rid of American Idol, which I enjoyed, and we'll get into that later. And then they get rid of the Great Movie Ride. Uh, and it's so easy. I feel like they could have updated that very easily, but they chose not to, and they just you know went bonkers with the new one, which is fine because I know they're updating all their new technology and everything. And it was time for an upgrade of sorts, but at the same time, it's a classic in our hearts. So. I I feel like they need to find the balance between, you know, updating and keeping up with the new technology and incorporating all that stuff, but keeping the classics as they are. Yeah, or even if they did some kind of like, and also I love Star Wars, but like, I feel like it's just taken over Hollywood Studios. Like they have the stage show out in front where the Sorcerer's Hat used to be. They have the launch bay and now they have Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And like I said, I'm a huge fan, but I feel like it's just spread out too much throughout the park so if they did something like in the middle where they showed old movies like clips of old movies films or whatever that kind of resonated with the great movie rides so people like from every generation could have something to look back on and think wow this was the hollywood studios i used to come to here's the hollywood studios as it is now just you know because it's such it's all about the movies so why not Mm -hmm. add that in at least in like the center of it it makes sense to me right right and Devin, you want to bring back Alien Encounter, but in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I just, I feel like that would be a better fit, you know, since it's after that Alien movie. And I feel like mm-hmm. there's more thrill rides that could go around or near, I guess, um, Tower of Terror. I don't know. Or maybe just like a separate part of the park either way. Um, but I feel like that would be easy to bring back, like a throwback. I don't know. They should make like a classic kind of ride to indoor ride. You know, mm-hmm. all all brand new stuff, but that's just me. Um, but Carrie had an amazing idea for Coco. Yeah. Um. Sorry, you got to get rid of the Muppet 3D. Like, uh, it's just again the same thing that you see. It was. It's very <laughs> cute. Maybe they could do something else that's Muppet, or you know, update it. Whatever. But they need to do something with Coco because I loved that movie. What if? They had a Coco talent show, similar to how American Idol used to run. If anybody was able to go when that was still around, people during their time at Hollywood Studios would audition uh, to, you know, be in their American Idol shows during that day at Hollywood Studios, and the judges would pick them, and they would come back for that showtime, and they would perform, and then the audience really got to judge and pick who would go on to the final show, mm-hmm. and then. The winners of each show during the day would come back for the finale at night and all of those people who won during the daytime um, during the daytime shows would come back and perform again at night for the last show and then that winner would also be chosen by the audience and I remember I used to I mean I'm not a big fan of American Idol now and you now real American Idol but mm-hmm. I remember I loved that that show and it was just a great thing to sit through and get out of the heat also mm-hmm. but what if they did the same thing but for a coco talent show and they had people from the park just really audition um they had instruments you could borrow i mean minus the whole covid thing mm-hmm. but this is you know ideally in the future mm-hmm. and all this stuff and you had like a little talent show going on and i thought that would be cute 
Yeah, and they could even have Ernesto de la Cruz come on or something. I don't know. I don't know. Or Diego, the dog. Like, just be so fun. I agree, Kara. I love that idea. Something new. Yeah, and, like, nothing against Muppet Vision 3D, but, like, I'm just not a huge Muppet fan. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I understand. It deserves a place in Disney. It is part of it. Um, but I just... Uh, that whole section that whole area just feels so underwhelming and like I don't mind skipping over it and just blowing past it and going to the galaxy's edge honestly you know so I was thinking over in that area what if instead of pizza Rizzo or I've never been to the mama Melrose restaurant I've heard it's decent but pizza Rizzo honestly is probably almost like Domino's pizza and I think that can just be eliminated um I would add yes. <laughs> a lady, yeah, right. I would add a lady in the Tramp Italian themed restaurant called Tony's Italian Restaurant. And you could even have like a little photo area outside with di- the dinner table and the meatballs, like Lady in the Tramp did, and like the music and like I don't know, like street lights or you know outdoor seating. It would just be so fun and very like heavily Italian themed, right? Wouldn't that be so cute? That would be. Yeah, and like the special would obviously be meatballs and spaghetti. So big fan, big fan. Right. I just think that would be fun. And it's a great movie and everyone loves Mm -hmm. dogs. So win-win. And Pizza Rizzo, is that where Pizza Planet used to be? Yes. I See, I need them to bring back Pizza Planet because it was the cutest thing. And they honestly had the best gluten-free pizza. So what they need to do (laughs) is bring that back, but in Toy Story Land. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine like it that it wasn't popular because it was pizza planet right it's it was pretty popular i remember there was always people there so just bring it back just move it towards toy story land so it goes along with it yeah i think it just you know because of toy story land they just decided to make it the pizza rizzo to go with the muppet thing which makes sense Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's just not as well themed and i feel like the pizza planet is like such an integral part of toy story the first movie you know that's like Yes. Where we see the claw and the little green guy <laughs> and like, you know, Buzz and Woody go on another adventure. Um, so, yeah, I think I just, that yeah, definitely I think. deserves the spot. And I remember like I was a kid, like when the first when I first saw like the movies for Toy Story, mm-hmm. it first came out in like the 90s, right? I guess. It came out before it was born. <laughs> but when I was like growing up, I saw the movies and me as a kid, like I wanted to go to Pizza Planet. I thought it looked so fun and. Mm-hmm. to you know have them recreate that maybe a little bit more in depth because I remember Pizza Planet was um you know they had the arcade games and everything but it wasn't as crazily done up as in the movies so if they recreated it just a little bit more I don't know what the word is maybe pizzazz <laughs> very yeah. bad word for yeah. what I'm trying to describe but yes you know what I mean yeah I know um yeah but even like because I feel like Toy Story Land is so focused on games and everything they could easily integrate kind of like how it is in dino land you know how they have like all those fun Mm -hmm. old like either arcade games or like um uh what's it called carnival games that you could play like i think that would fit in and just have it under like the pizza um the pizza planet window basically i don't know that would be fun i think okay what else deb um all right well i am a fan of the voyage of the little mermaid however i also think it needs some fine tuning so I suggested that instead of the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, where it's all centered around Ariel, 
Um, I thought maybe it could become a musical featuring all the Disney princesses and their princes and the sidekicks. So basically each princess would get a song or two from their movie and then it would just somehow flow into another one of the Disney princess movies and it would just be like a musical family fun show. Thoughts? I love that. And I would love to see how they would do the the sidekicks. (laughs) I know. Well, I think it's like puppets and everything that they do for the show Mm -hmm. now. And like mm-hmm. that's that's super cute, and we can keep with that, or they can make it a little bit more, you know, technologically sound for where we are at with technology, and maybe have some cool animatronics, but or real yeah. animals, who knows? <laughs> but I think just adding in all of the princesses and giving them a chance to kind of sing their own songs would be really neat. I think it would make it more of a, a popular show because. Um, I do love it and I do remember going to it, but I do also remember that's where we would go when it's raining outside. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that it's inside. So I guess we go to the little, Mer- like the little mermaid musical. Right. And I think, you know, since we have so many more, so many more princess options right now. And I think back when the voyage of the little mermaid first came into the park, it was really just like mermaid. Well, I mean, obviously Ariel was just like, I think it had just come out. So she was the princess of the time but now we have so many and so many are featured in different ways that I think it would just be unique and fun to have them all on stage together at one point you know Mm -hmm. the journey of the princesses we'll call it cute (laughs) Disney hit me up okay (laughs) something else that um they need to bring back because I remember it when I was a kid Mm -hmm is honey i shrunk the kids set do you remember that <laughs> yes of course I, w- I remember walking you and andrew through it because i guess our moms were like we're just gonna chill outside and you guys can go through it and i remember you like <laughs> walking around the mushrooms and there was that ant you could sit on that was like the size mm-hmm. of like a small car it was just it was cute I, you know i don't remember much but i remember because i was so young I remember the tall grass. That's what I remember. And like, Mm -hmm. you could look through like the windows of things. It was really like a maze. Didn't they have little like, um, little like water fountains in the ground or something? Probably. Yeah. And like little slides and I think like a jungle gym of sorts, but like that fit into the whole theming of being in the backyard. And it was so just, it was just perfect. I love it. Or I loved it. And yeah, but. (laughs) So I know they got rid of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids set, but I think if they were to bring back some kind of jungle gym playground area, which I think they should for the youngins. I mean, Hollywood Studios doesn't have a lot of that right now. Um, they should bring it back, but make it um, geared towards a bug's life because the whole point was you were shrunk down to the size of an ant and you're supposed to be in the backyard. And what better movie to portray that than a bug's life, right? Mm-hmm. And I love Flick, and I love the whole purpose of the movie and how he bands together with the other bugs to help um, get rid of the grasshoppers and protect the princess and everything. I just think it would be really, really cute and easy to play off of. And I think they still have that space there right before Galaxy's Edge because I was looking at older maps. And I, I guess they just did away with that, and I know Baseline Tap House is there and everything, but they have that whole area over that over there that I think just needs some retouching personally agreed so that's my thought you know what else they need to add to Hollywood Studios what's up more Avengers more Avengers like themed whatever Mm -hmm. go ahead and say it you can subtract the the, uh, launch bay (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, we want to subtract the launch bay. I wanted you to say it so when people have heat, they go, they do it against you. Oh, fine. <laughs> I mean, listen, <laughs> we don't have to get rid of launch bay altogether. I mean, you can go hug Chewy. You can go hug um, who is it? I think they still have BB-8 and. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think they still have those guys in there, but I, I, I so. would assume. But um, uh, yeah, I think a, like an Avengers meet and greet would be fun with like the movie props and some awesome merch when you exit the area. But how fun would mm-hmm. it be to like meet Iron Man or Ant-Man or the Hulk? Oh, my God. Or Captain America. Or, you know, at least see like props from the movie. If you guys have ever seen like – um, like pop-up shops for like friends like I know in Chicago they had like the the pop-up shop in the AT&T store in Chicago for friends and they had like props from the show and like costumes and like the outfits and all that stuff and you got like little merch area to it it was super cute and if they did something similar for Avengers and just had things there and like constant like clips from the movies going it would be super fun yeah I think that's a great idea that would be so fun absolutely to be able to see, like, I, I know I know it's still in the movies, but to be able to see, like, Captain America's shield yes. that was actually used in, like, a movie. Ah, oh, I would die. And you know what? I feel like that's what I missed, too, from the great movie ride. Like, I think they had Mary Poppins' outfit from one of, from one of the movies, from the movie, but from one of her outfit changes. Um, and they mm-hmm. had, like, certain, like, movie props that, like, you don't see anywhere else and that are strictly for Disney and like for Disney mm-hmm. to show to you, but like behind these glass cases, and that would just be so neat to actually like see a part of it. Well, we used to love before they redid Planet Hollywood in Disney Springs back when it was downtown Disney. Yeah. We would go every year and we would love walking around the different floors and seeing all of these different movie props and outfits and memorabilia. Mm-hmm. And then they just redid the whole thing, and there's basically none of that anymore. Um, which I am still salty about, and I think that they never should have changed it. But if they had something like that, that would be so fun. That would be really fun. Or even if they moved Plant... Well, they're not going to move Plant Hollywood, but even if they had (laughs) a restaurant in there like that, or I guess they could move it if, you know, we're just going off of our dreams and wishes and hopes here, but... (laughs) I agree I think there's just something so neat actually like seeing a part of movie history so Mm -hmm. they should incorporate that more and I loved the walkthrough where you could see all of I think it was called Walt's vision or Walt's something or other dream and Mm -hmm. you could actually see like all the sketches and just like the concept art and everything I thought that was really neat I don't think it's still there um but I feel like that's what Hollywood Studios was about, and now it's kind of fragmented yeah, originally. All over the place. Yeah, so they need to bring. Right. I feel like they need to throw in some throwbacks, give the people what they want, and the youngins, mm-hmm. and we'll all be set. But. Yeah, again, like mix the new and exciting with the classic that everybody knows and loves. Right, because even walking down like Hollywood Boulevard, you get like that old movie feel, and I think that's what a lot of people love about it. Um, mm-hmm. and the fact that and then you, you walk can... too far and you're in like, you know, Star Wars land and it's just, it doesn't go. So you need to bring a little bit more of the old fashioned back. I feel like. Yeah. Because Star Wars does a great job at being its own entity now. So it's like a separate mm-hmm. land and so is Toy Story land. And now mm-hmm. yeah, I think they need to concentrate more in the mid section of it, like the belly of the beast. Like that's what we need to work <laughs> on. 
Um, but other than that, I feel like Tower of Terror is still great. There really doesn't need to be an upgrade there. No, keep it. Keep it. Rock and Roller Coaster is still epic. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know if they would ever change the band or songs or anything, but I, right now it's still a gem in my eyes, so we're good there. We love um, Indiana Jones as well. So those are our, those are our Hollywood Studios ads and subtracts, but... What do you think, Karen? Anything else? Um, not that I can think of. We definitely have some more ideas for Animal Kingdom, for Disney um, Springs, and all of that stuff, and Epcot. So we should make a part two to this. I agree. We should. And if you guys have any other like ideas, something that you would love to see, maybe from like a movie or something, and um, just let us know. Like at like tag us like comment on our instagram post do something we love coming up we loved coming up with all these new fun ideas because i mean we don't work for disney so we probably won't ever see them made but we love to think about like what if and come up with all these new fun ideas so yeah it's just fun to get creative and like imagine what could be or what you know i mean who knows 20 years from now it could be completely different Disney world and it's exciting to think about because as you know they say we keep moving forward and you know dreams become realities so you never know but (laughs) Disney could reach out to us and some of this could happen but until then um, we will keep thinking of more ideas and like Harry said we will come up with some things um, we already have but we'll come up with some more stuff for a part two for definitely Epcot um, Animal Kingdom and then yeah Disney Springs and the resorts Thanks, guys, for listening in. Um, just like always, we ask that you rate, um, review us, subscribe if you like hearing us talk. <laughs> um, and if you don't know and you only know us from this podcast, we have a small shop called Zippity Tees. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to throw it out there again just one more time. We put it on our Instagram and we said in our last episode, if you are planning on ordering a shirt, unfortunately, our printing and shipping uh, company that we outsource to is experiencing some delays because of COVID-19. Please don't get angry with us. If we had any control over it, we would do our best to get it printed and shipped out within the next like day. I know mm-hmm. it's going to be taking a little bit of time, but just be patient. Um, I know Disney is going to start opening back up, but hopefully we will get all your shirts to you before you have your next Disney trip planned. Um, as always, we have some new stuff coming out soon, so keep an eye on that too. Yeah, and we'll keep you guys updated, usually via Instagram and our website, obviously, if anything is expected to change as far as shipping and fulfillment times and whatnot. But yeah, like Carrie said, we outsource. Unfortunately, we don't print these shirts ourselves. Otherwise, it'd be a different story, but we just, you know, ask everyone who does order a t-shirt, just remain patient we promise your t-shirts will get to you and you'll live happily ever after in your zippity tees <laughs> but i'm cheesy i know you know i had to add in like a dad joke or a cheesy something oh or other gosh. yeah it's okay. okay let's get out before Devin tries to be funny again bye guys wow. <laughs> <See you later. laughs>